What I love about the Gospel of Luke, especially in those first four chapters, how he highlights the presence and the work of the Holy Spirit. Luke tells us that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of Mary. When he is 30 years old and baptized in the Jordan, it says that the Holy Spirit comes down upon him. That spirit that has been with him all this time anoints him for the mission. <clears throat> and then it says, and Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returns from the Jordan and is led by the Spirit for 40 days in the wilderness and is tempted. And after that 40 days, what does it say? And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And then this reading that we heard this morning gives us the rest. He's given that scroll from the prophet Isaiah. And from your studies of the scriptures, you know that's the largest book in the Bible. In our way of measuring, there are 66 chapters. And of all the places where Jesus could have stopped and read, he goes right to the end and he reads this chapter. And what does it say? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me. Why has the Lord anointed Jesus? What is he to do with this gift of the Spirit? to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to captives, sight to the blind, to set at liberty the oppressed, to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Let us remember at this moment, Jesus did not come only to reveal God and the plan of salvation. But as the church teaches us, Jesus has come to reveal us to ourselves what we become through him and what we receive by his grace such that we can apply what we have heard to ourselves. You and I were conceived by the Holy Spirit on the day that we were reborn, born from above in baptism through Christ and received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, the sad thing is that for so many Christians, this gift is not understood. 
It is not cultivated. It is not appreciated and so often neglected. The Holy Spirit is asleep in the lives of so many. Let it not be so with us. We can apply what Jesus said in today's gospel now to ourselves. We remember that the word Christian means anointed ones. I am looking out at anointed ones so that we can now say from the prophet Isaiah, please repeat after me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Spirit. And he has anointed me to blank. Do you know what the Lord has put in that blank? Abba, Father, why have you anointed me, given me this spirit? As Jesus was born by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit, lived by the Spirit, acted by the power of the Spirit, you now call me, us, to do the same. For what have you given us this gift? And we recall from last Sunday and this Sunday, St. Paul talks about all the different ways that the Holy Spirit can manifest himself. And there's a whole variety of gifts. And all of us are blessed uniquely. Gifts of wisdom and knowledge. The gift of teaching. The gift of discernment of spirits. The gift of tongues the gift of administration and service, many gifts. And then St. Paul goes on to talk about the greatest gift, the love of God poured into us by the Spirit so that you and I can live the agape love of God. And that calling is universal. None of us are exempt from living out that selfless, sacrificial love that bears all things, endures all things, believes all things. But how is God inserting us in the mission? Because we are not given this gift to be comfortable Christians but rather we are often called out of our many comfort zones to be Christians on mission. And where is God calling you and I to be part of that mission? Some people already know, although that can change at different times. Some are still waiting to hear the Lord nudge them, call them, inspire them 
but often it means doing what is uncomfortable. <laughs> I could tell you that one. Is the measure of what you and I can do our own human strength and abilities? If that were so, we would not do much of anything. But if the power of the Holy Spirit is now the measure of what we can do by God's grace, now I can do what before I could never imagine. Yesterday I was at the pro-life prayer service at the cathedral. Beautiful. Hundreds of Christians from all denominations gathered to pray. And one of our parishioners received an award for the beautiful work that she has done to promote and help build a culture of life. And she has admitted to me that this ministry that God has called her to is extremely hard. She's so often rejected and misunderstood, doors closing in her face. Where does she get the courage and the strength to do this? The Holy Spirit. I've shared with you when I was younger <laughs> to get up in front of others almost killed me. And to speak in front of others was even harder. I would have these emotional meltdowns. And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to have to live with this. Little did I know that God one day was going to call me to be a priest, which meant that I would have to get up in front of people when I would rather be behind that pillar right back there. And not only that, that he would have me speaking. Please know that what you are seeing right now is not by my own strength. You are witnessing. I am experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit has even given me the gift of teaching the faith. That too is a gift of the Holy Spirit. For me, this is always a moment of power and a power that does not come from me. What is God calling each of us to do? Let us offer this Mass in thanksgiving for all the ways that the Holy Spirit is already moving in our life. Amen. But also, let us offer this Mass as a prayer of petition. Lord, if there's something you want me to do, please reveal that and help me to trust in the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen.